Hello and welcome to another episode of the Sunday Roast. And because Mass Gunner asked, we will start the show talking about which part of Danny's body is oozing particular fluids. Um, not a good match with the picture that we have shown here, but we just forgot to upload a picture. So here's a picture of my son's U9 team back in 2012, which will be topical because it's only important topics on the Sunday Roast. Welcome to the the Sunday Roast with Mike and Danny. This is Danny, and this is Mike, and we're kind of strange. We're in the tub, and we drink a lot. At least one of us does. This is not Mike's body, but that is Danny's. And that's really gross. Thanks for watching the Sunday Roast. We love our fans. And here's Danny's mom. His name's Michael. Is it? Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> and he's a Jew. You can tell he's a Jew. Look Ask at him. him who's his daddy. Magical moment. I can almost taste Danny. It's so close, I could almost taste the wool. <laughs> and now, the moment you've been waiting for. It's the Sunday Roast with your hosts, Magic Mike and Danny the GFP. Hello and welcome to another episode. It's Sunday night, so it must be the Sunday roast. Sorry we're late. I was listening to one of the more disgusting things I think I've ever heard in my life uh, coming out of Danny's mouth about something that was coming out of something else. (laughs) I mean, just I I don't know whether we should we should start there or whether we should just save the good stuff for last. Then they won't leave. (laughs) <laughs> Sunday hey, night, the 10th of July, man. It is getting ready to be a pretty crazy time over here in these United States of America. Uh, and I don't mean politically. I mean... Oh, I thought you were going to say Civil War. I was looking forward to that. Yeah, well, maybe... It would be funny. Wouldn't it be funny if the Civil War... Well, no. It wouldn't be the Civil War. It would be the Revolutionary If we have another Revolutionary War while the British are over for like 10 days playing yeah, football. We'll, we'll kick it off. We'll, we'll right. take it back this time. That's right. You'd have to start speaking properly, and Andy will have to use his original accent. Andy will be nowhere near Arsenal in this, on this trip. Yeah, it, it, it's crazy. None of my none of my podcast co-hosts, four of whom live in the United States of America, well, three other than me, are could be arsed to oh. quit their jobs, leave their families, and and follow the Arsenal around for for ten days. I I, I really don't get it. So, um, but. The friendly season has begun. Danny, did you watch? And if so, how did you watch the game on Friday? I only knew it was on after about 75 minutes when they were all in the WhatsApp group going, oh, my God, we're going to win the World Cup. Um, <laughs> hey, who's? How do you say in Brazilian? I know in, in um, South America, in uh, Mexican, it's hey, who's, isn't it? No, it's Jesus. And, and, uh, I mean, Is it? Yeah. We'll, in Latin we'll, America, we'll wait until the hour mark where Mike Mike Hers normally shows up, and we'll and we'll ask him. But uh, I I think they probably say his oof. Jesus. And, then, yeah. Well, I, I don't, mean, don't upset I, anyone. I'm going with Jesus. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, I didn't see it. 
Um, but uh, I've, I've looked in the usual places and it's nowhere to be seen. So I've only got one more place that I can check. Don't yeah, apparently it was it was streaming. It. Uh, apparently there were there were links going around. I am the sucker. I paid the money. I watched the game. Uh, and Good. about halftime, I felt like a right mug for doing that because I mean, you know, when you see the lineup and it and, and and it's like okay, so clearly we're shop windowing some people, uh, like as in eight people, and playing all the Deadwood that either has asked to leave or that we don't have any room for anymore that we're trying to get to leave. And you know, when you put Deadwood out on the pitch, they play like Deadwood. <laughs> I mean, they were awful in the first half. We, yeah. I saw we went two nil down early on. Yeah. I mean, and, and I mean, one of them was a, a cracking goal and, and, uh, and, and Craig's in the chat. He can Craig, tell us whether Matt Turner should have done better on that first shot or not as, as a resident goalie in the chat. Uh, Please, please let us know that. But the, uh, I mean, it was it was a filthy shot one way or the other, um, and the second was just. I mean, it's it, this wasn't Arsenal in the first half. Uh, what it accomplished as far as getting these guys in the shop window is that the shop window broke, yeah. and we're going to have to pay a sizable sum of money to get all these people to go away. Probably, people are going to want their money back. But boy. In that second half, did we look like a different team? I think that's the point of it, isn't it? It's uh, go out there, show them what you got. <laughs> I'm annoyed I can't find it anywhere. That's very sad. I've got a place that usually has ah, oh, arseholes thinking my road is a fucking drag strip. Leave right there, you go. You got my full attention again. Couldn't find it. But uh, the only point, the only thing you do with pre season is get your new players ready to play with each other and get a little bit of fitness because they've all had what six weeks off apart from the ones that have been on international duty. Yeah, and and um, you know you just see these little glimpses of of you know of what could you can't make much of it. And obviously, someone said in one of my WhatsApp groups, like you know when we're losing two nil, it's this is a shambles, fire, you know, sack everybody. And then when we win five two, it's like you know, oh, we can't take anything out of this. It was Nuremberg, it was a friendly, blah blah blah. Like just, I mean, why just find the most miserable way of? I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna start preaching that again. But like. <laughs> You wait till the end of the game to figure out whether it was a poor showing because it, it was a friendly and we should have done better, or whether it was a poor showing because we actually played bad. Um, can't just be an actual exercise in in or getting some reps. And you should just go. It's it's preseason football. Don't fucking worry about it. That's what you should say. Because I do think what you can see nothing. though, you you can kind of see, like if a player is pressing really hard like 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 again not to blow too much smoke uh up up the ass of of this of the lord and savior but jesus was i mean I, i'm just i'm picturing what he did and it, and it wasn't things that he was doing because the other team was crap and it was it wasn't a real game it was things that he was doing that were just football it was pressing it was it was intuition it was spacing and you know i do think you can take something out of those things so you know after 90 seconds and after 45 minutes of watching him play football he is um not only the golden boot in the premier league but you know the ballon de ballon d'or which is like a special level of ballon d'or uh, so do you think he's got any chance of actually making it of 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 being top goal scorer ahead of um harland because that's what people are saying and i think i think he has an excellent chance for that because I mean, you know, again, if he stays healthy, 
he I don't remember if I said this on the show last week or not, but he reminds me of Alexis Sanchez as he left Barcelona. Stop it, you dirty boy. A player, a player who, you know, who really can lead a team, but had been on a, you know, such a good team with such superstars that he was never really able to stand out and be the, you know, be the number one man there. And, and I just, you know, again, this isn't after 45 minutes. I was saying this before game on Friday, I think the guy could be poised to break out. He's of the right age, and what is different than him between him and Alexis, who didn't really need to have Premier League experience the way he came out, is that he does have Premier League experience. He has experience playing with the coach. This is not the first time he's going to have to get used to a new system. This guy's poised to just hit the ground running, as far as I'm concerned. So I am, uh, you know, I'm excited. I just, you know, at this point, I'm not buying his shirt, his kit, because then. It'll be it, he'll be ruined, but uh, but I'm excited. Would I would I like to see another striker signed? Uh, yeah, but I won't be up in arms about it if we don't because you know him and Niketia already seem to have something of an understanding. And what better person for Niketia to um, learn from? Yeah. And if you need, if you had to say one thing that we needed this season in preseason, what do we want? First, top of the list. Uh, a decent striker who can score goals. We got that. Everything else is a bonus. And people shit in the bed and going, oh, we need this, we need that, we need to get rid of these. Well, no, we've got enough backup players if they don't want to go. I mean, I'd even like to see Torreya stay at the club, but it looks like he might be off the Roma. I don't know if that was a real translation yeah, of the of the conversation. Did you see that? I read that, and, and, and you know, it opened up a whole debate in my WhatsApp group about you know, Torreira, like, like, you know, Tom Rosenhammer, who, 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 uh, stood in for you a couple of weeks ago was like, you know, <laughs> Whoa, what just happened? Turn the lights um, on. Can't wait. You know, he's like, I can't wait to see the backside of him. I hope he goes to Roma. Like, like the guy never settled in. I mean, clearly it hadn't worked out, but to me it was kind of working out until the whole Emery thing, playing him in a weird position that, you know, that wasn't his normal position that, um, you know, and then it was, I don't, I don't feel settled in London. I want to go back to Italy. So yeah, I mean, the guys, the guy doesn't love it in London, but I think this, I think that they could make it work for one season because we might need cover, especially at the beginning of the season in the defensive midfield area. Um, and why wouldn't he want to stay? He can see the club's going places. Maybe apart from the shitty weather, I mean, plenty of reasons to stay at the club. He seems just really, really homesick for Italy, which is not even his home, but like, why? I don't know. Ooh, I mean, why? I don't know. I, I find it hard. Like, there are some people that are like, look, if you don't want to play here, you can get the hell out. Um, Terea, I would be fine with him leaving if we can get a fair price for him. I mean, he played well for Fiorentina last year. He's not yeah. a bad player. He's On not too old. Atletico the year before that. Yeah. You should be able to get 20 million pounds for the guy. And if no one wants to pay twelve, then I say you know let him let him run his contract down. You know he's not on ridiculous wages, and get something out of him this season because, you know, even before potential possible news that that may or may not be news that is, but it's not, and it may be, and it might end up not being uh, happened. You know, we still kind of needed somebody to be able to 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 take those fifty five you know some of those fifty five games this season. And I'm not sure Sambi Lakanga is that guy every single time out there. And he may end up needing to be he may need to be in the primary games as opposed to being in the secondary games some of the time this year. Different role as well, isn't it? It's uh, I'd love to see him. If we could get Terea the, the for like the first six months he was at Arsenal, 
then we will have a hell of a player. And there's no reason why he can't do that. He's done really well at the two loans that he's had. But he, he's going to say to him, mate, look, if you want to stay, you've got, you can be a big part of this club. We're going to be playing 60, maybe 60 games next season with a decent cup run in one of the two domestic cups and with Europa League and these things like that. You're going to, you're going to get to play lots of games. Stay, please. Because then you save the club 40 million buying a player and then you save the club losing money because we'll have to sell him at a loss, like you were showing in your 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 wonderful finance podcast that you did. Amortization will only get you a certain length of um, when you can write off the players' values over the length of time, which you showed for a lot of stuff. But yeah, I mean, it, at, at this point, all he's costing us, you know, is is his wages, which I yeah. and, and 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 a tiny amount of of his original transfer fee. But but whether we get rid of him or not, that's still that's still there. So, you know, he's on reasonable wages pay. I, you know, in a perfect world, I'd love to see us extend him for a year or two with the built in understanding that if things don't progress and he doesn't become, you know, you can go at, for 10 million. That then, yeah, I mean, I, I'd even set a set a release clause of like 14 million pounds or something like that, something ridiculous so that it's clear that if he doesn't want to be here after this season, he can leave, but at least he's not leaving on a free that, that, that. All that does is take a little bit of wages off of uh, off of him when he goes to his new club, and that's why he won't do it. Um, but I, I loved him, man, because we signed that guy, or we were about to oh, sign him, hot. and then the World Cup happened, and he was phenomenal for Uruguay in that World Cup. It was one of those things where, like, we know we're getting this player, and so we're all all of a sudden we're all tuned into every single Uruguay game. And he, I don't think he started every game, but I think he like came in as a sub and then he, and then he didn't leave. Uh, after it was that. immense. And it was, it was, remember we, I think we played 26 million for him before the world cup. And then after the world cup, he had a great world cup. I remember thinking that's a 40 million pound player, 35 million pound player. We've got, and we've got a bargain here. And then his first six months, I was, went, Oh fuck it. This is easy. And then, then after that, uh, like Craig said, Emery ruined him. Yeah, he needs to have a little bit more. He may be a defensive midfielder breaking up play, but he needs to have a little bit more freedom. Which is why but I'm wondering. Which is why I'm wondering whether. I mean, I don't know that he ever fell out with Arteta. Um, you know, he doesn't love chance. He apparently doesn't love London, and as a, I mean, Arteta had the opportunity to put to to introduce him into the fold or to loan him out, and he loaned him out twice. But you know, was was that because they didn't get along or because? Because he said, "I don't want to go, or I don't want to be here. I don't know." But um, you know, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing him in the U.S. I mean, Peter mentions no, you know, no point in playing him in the U.S. if he's Deadwood. Um, that that's <laughs> here we go. <laughs> um, hi, Sophie. Um, I think his time at Arsenal. Let me put it to you this way: his time at Arsenal started to go bad under Emery. I don't. I, I can't speak direct with direct knowledge as to, uh, to to whether Emery ruined him or not uh, any more so than you could, you know, than, than other people can talk about how Arteta has ruined Tavares or ruined someone else or this, that, and the other thing or ruined Aubameyang. But um, clearly he hasn't been the same player after the midpoint of that first season he played. But if you have a guy who you're hoping to cash in on this summer, even if it's trying to get, uh, you know, some of these guys, Bellerin, for example, a ten million dollar, uh, tell me, ten million pound offer or ten million dollars, fine, okay, that's what eight million pounds. That's nearly, uh, the right is going. That will be ten million pounds. Yeah, $10 I mean, dollars. Well, <laughs> whatever the exchange rate is, if if the, if that's the, um, 
if the goal is to try to move these players on, is it dumb to bring them and to play them during the preseason, knowing that they're really not going to be part of our club, or or is it smart because that's really the only time that you can get any interest for them? What are you? What do you think about that, Dan? Well, I'm, I think back with uh, with uh, frosty glasses because I'm probably going to get it wrong, but. Um... Yeah, I'm just looking at his time here. He, he played 20 minutes his first game of the league for us in this year in 1945, 34, 20, 45. Then after, like you were saying, five games in, bang, playing almost every single game. And then he got he got that suspension. He got sent off against Spurs. Um, I think it was the night, says he in 95th minute. And then after that lot, I think it, at the end of the season, we had, look at the saying here, we only had one win in our last five games. Oh, God, geez, I remember that. That's the Burnley game. You know, if we'd have won that, because he put all of his all of his apples in the um, in the Europa League basket, didn't he? Um, I need to look at his next season to see. Uh, that'd be nineteen twenty. Because I'm sure um, when uh, when managers st- it starts to go wrong for managers, they start to get a little bit desperate. And like when you're playing football manager, you go, "I'll try this formation. I'll try that formation." And I'm sure at some point during the season, he was playing almost as a number 10 but also as a holding and a defensive player all in one right you start uh, you start doubling down on on i'm gonna i'm gonna change yeah. this by myself and you know i'm gonna bench ronaldo or yeah. you know i'm gonna play Terrera in like a you know an attacking position and 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 move everything around you you almost double down on it and so it either goes horribly bad or horribly good i i have to say sophie in the chat by the way uh I love you, Sophie. But Torea and Bellerin are probably going to be your next two big interviews. You have you 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 should learn from your Callum Chambers experience, not to uh, to go what too hard on that these was. guys. Um, Another massive scoop. If you uh, Callum Chambers, and it was an Englishman playing in the MLS as a goalkeeper. I can't remember his name. Um, Sophie had them both on the show, and yeah. Callum Chambers, a current Premier League player. Yeah, go and find that at a hybrid squad. Damn fine show. Uh, not not quite as good as the Jack Wilshere one, it was, but but you know, but also on the uh, on on uh, on the hybrid squad. No, it's it's you you can't get better guests, and um, you can get co co good guests, but no, you can't Jonathan get better Bond. guests, better more interesting conversations, and and it's always fun to see. So I mean, Sophie got let off the hook so 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 conveniently on that on that podcast because she kind of mentioned that she had given Callum Chambers a hard time but we didn't really she didn't really go into the extent at which uh, well, she's not going to play back clips of her being horrible like, hey Callum have a, have a look at this no, this is what I said about you eight years from now when Callum's retired and then and then we're qualified to have him on the Gooners podcast <laughs> um we will uh we will play when he's unemployed and homeless <laughs> And I will, I, and I, I'm screenshotting the chat right now for when uh, yeah, it was Jonathan Bond. Uh, it was a top I if he's guy. In the back of his shirt, if he has a number 007, that'd be cool. <laughs> You'd probably get away with that in MLS, wouldn't you? The uh, but no, it was it was fun, and, oh, and he definitely. She says she, says she confessed. She conf- she, this- she she mini confessed. <laughs> she did. At, he forgave her immediately, so she didn't go further into it because, like, why? You know, why? Why continue to apologize for something that somebody's already forgiven? I thought she's going to do a PowerPoint on it all, but it was a good show. It's, it's amazing that you can get that kind of guest, and I can't even get ABW to turn up in the chat box for this fucking show. That's the kind of world we're living in. I sent him a WhatsApp, said, "Come and fucking stat pad." There's none of them here. You're all fucking fired. He let her off, all right. That's uh, that. <laughs> you know, 
and he, he was as handsome as always. And I, I always had a soft spot for Colin Chambers. I guess I have a soft spot for, for Tura. And, and no, just because I have a soft spot for them doesn't mean that I think that their Arsenal starting 11 challenging for the league quality. That, that doesn't mean that. So, you know, before you go ripping me, and I'm not, I'm just saying in general, I wasn't speaking to anybody in particular, but like, I just, I, you know, I like to like our players. I don't have to like our players, uh, but I like to. So uh, Callum Chambers never did too much wrong in my eyes. He just wasn't good enough to play. But his final game for Arsenal, I mean, what a way to bow out. That was, uh, I can't remember the game. I just remember thinking, fucking hell, I'm glad we got him as backup. He's, oh, he's gone. (laughs) How much did we get? Oh, we didn't get anything for him? Fuck. I I mean, I don't know if you asked before the show, Soph, but did you... Was he surprised that that um, Arteta let him go? I did listen to the whole show after, um, but I can't remember whether you asked him. Was he surprised? Because personally, I'd have been very surprised, and I'd have gone, "Did they? Did they get any money for you? What? What happened? Oh, here we go. One of the one of our lot. My lot has turned up. There's only there's only thirteen in that fucking group. Good evening, you beautiful bastards from Chris. I've just discovered that I'm going to be seeing Chris in about uh, six or seven weeks. Um, hey, you going and- to prison? What have you done? I'm I'm uh, I'm running to Plymouth when I when, when st- st- after after Tom's wedding I'm running to Plymouth <laughs> I'm just assuming I'm going to run into him. Uh, uh, Soph says he was ready to move on. Mm, yeah, I mean you can't be. What's he about twenty six? You can't be a backup forever. And he's shown that he's good enough to do it. And uh, yeah, you know, but I right in the really right in the middle. I mean, I I I don't know. I. I to me, that was the most curious. Thing. That was even more curious to me than than loaning Maitland Niles out. It was. Uh, I'm, and we could have needed him. I mean, right back, centre back, defensive midfielder, a push. Yeah. All the positions we had no players for. Speaking of which, and and you know, trust me, this might be a new record for how far into the show we've exclusively spoken about Arsenal. But <laughs> uh, but I need some resolution to this butcher shit. Um, like. With Manchi, with Manchi, the last guy I got this excited about because of his name. Uh, You're the only one who give a fuck about this bloke. You, you, and probably Chris. I, I need this guy on Arsenal, and I'm just getting tired. It just seems like it's not happening. He's going United, isn't he? Don't you think it'd be easier for Man United just to buy Ajax and have him as a feeder team? And Danny Blinn's probably kicking himself, going, "Oh, if only I'd have waited five years, I might have actually done well at Man United." Because all the ex-players and anyone decent in in the Dutch league, the Eredivisie. Is they either gonna, go to is, Barcelona is, or United. Yeah. Yeah. So if, I don't know why. I mean, you go to Man United because they pay more money than anybody else, as we saw with Ronaldo on. Was it four fifty or five hundred and fifty grand a week? He, at least uh, that. I think. You know. I think he was on five fifty or six hundred or something like that. And then, and then there was Pogba who was on like four hundred. That my first. Uh, I've got one show. I've, I've got all these financial shows in the pipeline and. And the next, I mean, we did a live one with Kieran Maguire this week, which was really, really fun. What a lovely, lovely man. Was I watching that live? Yeah, I think uh, I did. I think so. Yes, I asked a question and you ignored it. I know, <laughs> well, you, I know you, you didn't per, have much time. I know. But the but the pre-recorded ones where, where there's a little more, pro, it's a, not processed, a little more uh, post-produced, uh, a little more planned and stuff. I, I, I've just been so, so busy this week getting ready for what's coming up next week busy work, busy family and stuff. And, and, um, and, and I, I haven't been able to get to it, but I want to do kind of a, you know, a combination of that show and the one I did on the Arsenal lounge about 
you know, whether Kroenke's contributed to the club financially or not, which was supposed to be the point of that show. Not are they good people, not are they better owners than anyone else, but have they contributed financially and, um, and trying to put together a kind of a history of Kroenke ownership and financial dealings that, uh, that hopefully will shed some light on things. Then I'm going to get to the clubs. I'm going to be like, you know, I'm going to get to, here's how, what, what we've done over the last three or four years to try to rehab our, our, our personnel, our, uh, you know, our finances and all that. And here's what Manchester United has done. Here's what Chelsea's in the process doing and, and kind of take that. So if anyone's interested in that, I'm hoping to get one out before I leave for Baltimore on Wednesday, but um, I'm just going to put in the chat a link to Sophie's and Kev's. Uh, was Kev on the show? I can't remember. Um, the the show that yeah, he was with, with with Callum, um, Callum and uh, Mr. Bond. So yeah, that's in a I'll put a little link there. People go and have a listen to it. It's really really good to hear a current top flight, decent team going places, Premier League player coming on a show. That's um, that's that was the most impressive thing I've seen um, getting guest wise. Until AFTV got an interview with fucking Edu, how the fuck did they get? I haven't I haven't talked to judges about that yet. I I haven't even watched it yet actually, but I know that I know Lee's pretty proud of. Uh, yeah, he should be. What yeah. a what yeah. a, uh, what a scoop that is! It's just a shame that most of the people who listen to that channel haven't got any idea who Edu is or what's going on, and they'll just be chucking fruit at the screen. But wait, yeah, that's wait, a hell of a wait catch. The next couple of weeks, you might you know. Last time Arsenal came to the US. If you were paying attention, and you know the four of you that were paying attention to the Gunners podcast got rewarded with some pretty inside content, uh, including audio of of an interview with Josh Kroenke, including the the one uh, the one and only Callum Chambers informing us that he does in fact uh, not have a problem with pineapple on pizza. What uh, you about? And uh, Freddie Lungberg saying he doesn't eat pizza because he's like gluten intolerant or something like that. We got and 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 it's going to be the same. Oh, is this one of your old shows? Uh, are you making this up? No, no. We had all that on uh, for, when uh, on tour. We were, you know, big, big boy media huh? during that tour, and we'll be again on this one. So uh, stay tuned to the Gunners Pod for lots of cool content from the ground, behind the scenes, exclusive content, premium. Um, Patreon. You heard, heard Eddie ask to meet Lee. That was, that was his first demand. He needed some um, some laundry doing. <laughs> he needed that. He needed that one and only set of clothes. He's got the jeans with a hole in and the blue shirt. He needed them pressing with signing a new player. That's why he had to go and see Lee. <laughs> Not that Lee works at that. Lee works at the shop anymore. He's too busy schmoozing, isn't he? My God, that blow is. He's got a life. Always looks dapper, which is always good. Yeah. You know he's he's in the ascendancy. Were you, wait, were you talking about Edu or, or judges? Both, actually, they're both snappy dressers. Well, I'm sat here in just a pair of stripy Christmas socks and a t-shirt. That's all I've got on. Th- thank you to Procrastinating Womble. I appreciate it. It's it's something I enjoy I talking about, and uh, I'm not sure how knowledgeable I am compared to. I try to bring people who actually can correct me when I'm wrong about things because I don't want to be out there spouting a bunch of bullshit. So, so you you like the Kieran Maguire show? That that guy is it's lovely, essentially lovely Swiss man. Ramble who will go on 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 a podcast and has and I don't know whether Swiss has a sense of humor or not. He seems to, but oh, um, yeah, he does. I've done. Uh, I think we've had him on once, possibly, or never. One of the Swiss? two. No, he doesn't do podcasts. I mean, I know he, not anymore. He doesn't. But I mean, he, back oh, in the okay. old days. But but Kieran Kieran was 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 awesome. He uh, 
He tells me two minutes into our podcast that nothing I do or say could offend him. Yeah, because uh, you wanted to do something, didn't you? And he went, and you went, oh, 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 and he went, no, don't you worry about that. I'm, I'm like, you know what? Even though he's telling me this, I'm still gonna, I'm gonna keep it uh, relatively, relatively sane because you know who needs to be talking about their colonoscopy with Karen McGuire? Um, so uh, <laughs> yeah, great. We have had him on. We had Swiss Ramble on the 14th of April, 2016, podcast 149. Wow. The Gimli, Swiss Ramble, Gunaholic, Steve, Lord Hillwood, and me. I think that was probably shows the one I spoke the least in. That had been one of the ones where we go, we won't do any of the muck about stuff. I'm going to, I might actually go and listen to that later. Oh, I, yeah, I got to listen to that. I, I, uh, I actually, I, I would love to hear him on a podcast. So. Um, yeah, I will be turning my soup alarm off. So anyway, so stay tuned for that. That's enough promotion. Um, but, uh, did, did, did you see the Arsenal lounge show? Cause I want to make, I want to say a few words. This is the perfect venue for that. Cause I didn't want to talk about it on my podcast. But... The Arsenal lounge. Yes, I did. Um, I must admit, I wasn't a fan of the show, but I only saw clips of it. The main bloke, the host, very good. I liked him a lot. The clown. No, he needs to shut up more. And, uh, Mo. Yeah, Mo. I don't think Mo got the the the, the didn't read the invite properly. We're going to come here. We're going to talk finances. We're not going to do a slanging match about the people who run the club and everything, but the finances. You've come there like a good boy. You've got your bow tie on. You've washed your pants. You've got a big dossier full of financial information, and he's wrote something down in crayon. Oh, I hate the Cronkies. Well, well, pointless. A waste of fucking time. Yeah, I mean, I, I I knew what I was walking into. I've been on I've been on a few times before, um, both to kind of promote the the charity for Gunners versus Cancer, as well as you know to have an opinion about about Arsenal. And I, I, you know, I could tell the chat trends negative. Chat the chat trends kind of you know critical. Let's say, um, but critical in a way that th- there's how do I say this. Don't there be is, nice. There, there is like educated, reasonable, logical, critical, and then there's just critical for the sake of being critical. Doesn't take take nothing in context. Just just complain about every single thing you could possibly complain about and act like you're the proper fan because of it. There are two different yeah. types of people, um, and 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 you know I'm not one for lumping people together into categories generally. Uh, so at least I'm dividing them into two, but you know, I don't, I don't look at it as positive versus negative. You can be critical and you can be, you know, you can come, you can have questions, you can question things. Uh, you can have, you know, very, very negative opinions about things, but as you know, if you back it up and you kind of have a reasonable argument about it, that's fine. If you're just spouting out catchphrases and calling people names, it's his argument hasn't changed much since five years ago. Well, uh, well, well, let me make it let me make it clear i'm not talking about anyone that was on the panel on that show i'm talking about in the chat um and and so you gotta have the right chat for it i mean some of the stuff you do i don't really get i mean i was listening to it and some of the bits i played back but it's i think it helps the fact that it's you doing it and the fact that you're behaving and being sensible that gave me the willies i couldn't well, sleep that night <laughs> seeing you <laughs> acting like a grown-up without ringing your bell and going ah! <laughs> Well, I, I think I think you're you know if you're in if you're in a debate your argument loses a slight level of credibility when you're like <laughs> throwing shrimp at the at the uh, you know at the, at the screen, but the but the chat okay so the chat I knew was going to be stacked against me from the start a because I'm not I haven't been on AFTV I don't have the facial recognition um, and why would you want to have this face in your memory anyway 
but I, so I knew what I was walking into, and I also knew that the hosts were generally speaking not too positive on on the Cronky ownership. I mean, who is? But when they at, when they said this is going to be about, it, it came out of a comment that was made on a earlier podcast that we were both on, where it was like, you know, have they actually spent money? We all know they refinance. Like, have they spent money? Are they actually doing something now that's different than they were doing in the past? And I'm like, I can take that. I can like take that pro and con out and try to be reasonable about it. So, you know, I knew it was going to be it was going to be kind of a referendum on the Cronkies rather than the answer to a very narrow, specific question. Uh, but like, I expected Mo to stick to the topic a little bit more than he did. Yeah, but there's no need to, is it? He's, he's already made it. He's a financial consultant we, we, for we who have... he works for in Biscuit Isle. I mean, I, I, you know, I know he has a financial and accounting background, so I knew like I wasn't going to have to explain anything to him or like, uh, you know, I mean, I, I was actually going to have to make sure that what I was talking about was true rather than just shit that I made up. But, you know, we have one major disagreement, Mo and I, which is that I consider the refining of the loan to be a beneficial move that, you know, creates the same amount of money as if he hadn't done that and just put money into the club, uh, which Kieran and I pretty much agreed with, you know, six six of one, half a dozen of the other. And for the most part, and he claimed that it wasn't, that's where our disagreement lies. All the other stuff that he spent 80% of his time talking about the love of the club, the absenteeism, the loss of the arsenal way, the, you know, all of those things, which I like, banged off in the beginning in my opening statement so that people would kind of understand that I don't like these guys. I'm not defending their overall ownership. And that all just got like conveniently thrown out the window in, in, in the comments. I mean, the comments on YouTube, not even just the chat comments, but the comments in YouTube, specifically two or three people. So no, no, it's, it's unbelievably hurts. ignorant. It's, it's, I think it, it hurts. Mike hurts was there and he said something nice. And a few other of your, of your locums they did they did nice oh i appreciated that and and yeah a lot of you that are in the chat now and a lot of the folks that that regularly watch the highbury squad and that that show up in our chat um i mean they were and and people i didn't know as well were were you know were very kind and and supportive and stuff but like it's just it's just amusing i mean it's again it's like a so i'm not gonna get upset or hurt about it it's an interesting social experiment to see people that just don't even want to understand what the show's about they don't they, they conveniently forget all the things I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast about what I think are wrong about the Cronkies. And they're like, Mike got completely smoked by Mo trying to say that the Cronkies are good for Arsenal. I'm like, what, what is wrong with you? So, um, so yeah, that was fun. And then they brought something up at the end, which I was not prepared to talk about on air at the particular time. And that's um, why um, a certain Ghanaian, is that why it got pulled? The, the, they yeah i mean they after mo gets off they they brought something up that i wasn't ready to talk about and then i probably said things i shouldn't have said although i'm safely ensconced here in the u.s and our laws are different but hmm. um but yeah i think that's it got taken down i don't know if they put it back up or not yet but they were supposed to uh to edit that out but anyway yeah it's um, easy to do I mean, you could do that yourself you're all thumbs when it comes to technology Hush! I made that. I made the best entrance video of all time for us. And in, and exit, both of them, top quality, <laughs> top top quality. Anyway, what else have you been up to this week apart from 
talking sense to idiots who don't want to learn and aren't interested in learning and couldn't understand if you had told they made them watch it every day for the rest of their life. I have um I've just been rocking in the fetal position waiting for the butcher to sign for us. That's really all I've been doing. Now I've had I've had one of these weeks that to get a little sappy, one of these weeks that just I mean my kids right now are are killing it. Like my 18-year-old son and my 21-year-old daughter are just absolutely just killing they they've got the cheat code for life right now and it's making me so happy like my daughter's off uh in and she's in london having a great time adulting as i call it and uh and her latest weekend trip was to nice and and she's in paris right now for the night and you know she just she sends me these pictures from places that i've been this is monaco they were outside the palace and um you know, right outside the the Monte Carlo Casino, I told them I would buy them a, a glass of champagne if they went to this particular place that that Steph and I went to ten years ago. And they apparently tried to get into what's the the building right in front of them is the Hotel de Paris, which is something like four thousand euro a night, um, and it's super super fancy. And I told them to try to go in there and get a glass of champagne, and they said they wouldn't let us in. <laughs> so. Sophie's game. Bye, Sophie. Take Cheers. care. T- say hi to uh, Callum for us. But uh, just yeah, but you. It's not like you, is that France as well? That is Spain? yeah. That that's overlooking the port of Monaco. Oh, uh, well, you've done all this lot. I haven't left the house in three weeks. All like <laughs> anything I left in my house is a trail of drips. That's all I've done. And you've been all over the bloody world. Well, and you're, you're, you're having a moment because they're off having a good time without you. It just means you can wear the same pants every day for a week if your missus isn't there with you. I've pretty much done that. But uh, Oh, and before the trip, they uh, part, of her, part of her tour is to there, – there's like little field trips, which is something that makes you think that she's you know in elementary school or, or grade school. But, um, but this, this week they went to Wembley and – Without telling me in advance, she she decided to take this picture. So I have brought her up well. Uh, I was wondering why there was a Bellerin jersey next to her, but then I realized that's Jude Bellingham. Uh, but uh, both wore her Arsenal shirt and oh, they're England the right shirt. I did wonder why we had a white kit. I didn't realize that. And it also, it's it's not it's not Arsenal's kit. It's not no. Saka's number. So no, I don't know. Yeah, that, uh, that was still in the in the dressing room from the England from the Nations League, I guess, but. Um, so she's having a great time. And then yesterday was just so much fun. My son played travel football from the time he was, uh, eight years old. Like he played up on it because the, the first what, year football? For, travel tra- it, Yeah. It's, it's, there's two levels of, of youth soccer, uh, here in America. There's, mm-hmm. Like that's called rec or house league, and then there's travel. The house league is everything up to eight years old, and then you can continue on after that. It's a non-competitive kind of every every game is local. Uh, you know, it's a kind of a smaller, less competitive environment. And then travel soccer is where you have games that could be an hour or two away. You have tournaments that might be in a different state, might be five hours away. It's more expensive. It's much more competitive. And the top players usually play that. And it starts at U9. 
and and he played in U9 when he was eight, and then he joined another team and played U9 through U13 with the same group of boys. And then they all kind of split up and went off their separate ways. And that must be a bit sad for him. I mean, it is, but I mean, there were a variety of different reasons. Some of them were were going into academies, like really, really super competitive. Others. Do you think he's got what it would take to make it, um, getting into university to do it? Um, I think, I think between the ages of thirteen and seventeen, he took a mental holiday where he just really realized it wasn't something he wanted to put in super hard work for. He enjoyed being talented at it. But he just didn't really want to. I mean, he, he he didn't work on his fitness. He's always, I mean, a skinny kid. But he's like, he didn't work on his fitness. He wouldn't. He, he wasn't obsessive over it. And the other kids were. And so he went from being the top dog when he was like a nine year old to being, you know, on a, able to play on a competitive team. But he wasn't a standout anymore. So, you know, had he stayed on that track, maybe he's a really talented footballer though. Mm. But but he's just he he doesn't. You know he doesn't have the experience now, and the, the but he, he'll play he'll play on um, on the second level in college. He's gonna he's gonna play on their club team, is what they call it. It's not the varsity representing the college in you know nationally uh, level, but but the club team like in Virginia they'll play other teams in Virginia, and I hope he keeps doing that because it's great for his social life and and he's and he's really good. And I, I have some of the goals from this. Oh, so they played in this tournament yesterday. This is the point. I thought he said he'd retired. Well, no, they, they, well, his, his competitive season ended, but then he saw one of these little three V three tournaments advertised. You know, there's a company that goes around to different cities and the, and they host, you know, three on three tournaments on little pitches with like little goals, uh, and no goalie. Um, and it's like no a goalie. Nope. It, it, it's basically just like knocking it around. You'll, you'll see when I show Would you. Would Lacazette score? Sorry? Would Lacazette score if he's played in these <laughs> games? Um, Probably. But no, his yeah. hold-up play would be pretty important, actually. Yeah. No, it's it's a super small pitch with these little, like, they're almost like ice hockey-type goals. Um, And, and it's fun. I mean, the 10-minute halves and the games were like 10 to 8. Uh, but... It, it's just, but you, so anyway, you, is there rules that like it have six aside indoor football where you're not allowed to shoot from outside your own half? Yeah, there, there were, there were rules. From the, inside the, the, your main, own half. the main rule. And the, and we learned of the rules by them breaking them once and then learning, Oh, you can't do that. So you can't score uh, from your own half. You have to be in the other team's half to score, uh, which keeps you from just launching the ball from your own end. And the, uh, the second one was no heading of the ball. Um, oh. the third is that you cannot go into there, there's a little box in front of the goal a small area essentially where you it's a square and you cannot go into that area if you're defending and you go into that area it's a it's a penalty to the other team if you're on offense and you're in that area it's a goal kick so like if you're so in that area and you, is anybody and, in goal no there's no one in goal because there's only three players on each team and the goals are tiny so it's meant to encourage kind of a fast-paced, high-scoring possession, kind of quick, you know, tic-tac-toe type of game. And um, and and the penalty kicks are basically a shot from midfield on, like, there's no goalie, but you have to, you just basically have to score from midfield with no goalie, which, which seems like it would be easy. 
but it's not because the fields are crap and you pretty much have to have to shoot it in on the fly because if you roll it in it's going to it's going to like it's going to go off to one side or or uh you know so anyway um six of the players from his t- youth team reunited and got together and played in this tournament and just we were just laughing all day like it was like riding a bike for these guys they got back on the in the swing of things none of them had played together for like four or five years and uh it was just so much fun seeing this so uh i haven't actually watched these yet but i i, I clipped some goals i'm sure none of them are, uh, are oh this is an example of a penalty by the way the other guy used his hands and uh or no he he touched the ball while he was defending in his own box so so we got up so jake so that's the distance that's the goal if he missed this it was going to be the most embarrassing thing ever. i have to place it he told me afterwards he's like, he's like i've never been so scared because like the embarrassment if you miss that and the referee told us there was a game that he refereed where somebody missed five out of five for, like penalties from that distance because so seems just couldn't get the clue that you weren't allowed to defend in the area oh the yeah. area by the way uh did you see like the little square area here i'll no. play that in. oh you you can't you can't even see it but it's like it's the width of the goal and about four or five feet out from the goal that you can't go into yeah. Oh, no. so, so yeah i see that so it kind of santi catholic it yeah, it, you know, which I mean, it was a nice, it was a nice strike given the uh, the lack of uh, of pressure on him. Uh, some of the other goals, I mean, it, it it it's it's silly, and they treated it as such, but it was it was really really fun. So if you want to see eighteen uh, year olds knocking the ball about, I have a couple of goals here. Oh, I forgot I put them to music. Oh, there's the boy. The reason, the uh, reason see, he he's got it this- all. He, he's got the the head down after he scored, the little celebration. He's got all the bits you need. That the poise. The reason that he did the that he did the celebration was it was funny because at some point, I mean, this tournament was they were in the adult division. So you were uh, there filming this. What'd you say? Were you there? Uh, I was coaching, <laughs> which was basically just saying when each minute had gone by so that they, cause they would sub out one player at it, like every minute. And, uh, and that was the extent of the coaching that I was doing. But, uh, one of the other fathers was taking video and there, you know, in between each game that, so the games would take like 25 minutes, including breaks. And then, so every half an hour they would, they would switch games and the games were about every hour. So in between there was about, there were like 11 year olds that were playing and, one of the eleven-year-old teams just really took to them because I guess they, they were they were the youngest of the adult teams. There were a bunch of guys in their thirties and forties, um, and then Jake's team, which was all seventeen and eighteen-year-olds. And so these eleven-year-olds were all standing by the sidelines, cheering every time they scored. So so the the play the, Jake and his friends started like playing up to the guys, going over and like celebrating in front of them and. It was funny, but uh, so was there an eventual winner of the tournament? 
the well in the adult division, the uh, the Ashburn Legends, which was Jake's team, ended up they, they won they won their first three games, and it came down to the fourth game. They had to just not lose it, and they ended up drawing six six. So they won uh, they won the medals, which which I have some pictures of. Let me see what Does this that mean goal they won, is. They won the tournament that they were in for their age. Well, yeah, they won the tournament in the adult division because there there was meant to be a U nineteen division where basically high school yeah. like people that were getting ready to go off to university would play in, but they were the only team in that, so they moved them up to the adult league and and they won that. Uh, what did they think before? Did they think, oh, we're gonna we're gonna fucking we're gonna win this easily, or do they think, oh, we're Jake, playing against big men? Jake thought that. And I, and and in each of their first two games, they went down by a goal or two early on. And I was like, "You guys don't take this for granted just because you're like in the prime of your athletic lives." You know, the, the, one of the other teams, they could have been much more than twenty five. And I mean, twenty five, you're still, and they're and they're like more filled out, more athletic kind of kind of folks. So, and then there was a team, the other team, the team that plays in black. Uh, they had a guy who made me want to get out on the pitch because i'm like if he could do it i could do it so you see he was a fellow chubster yeah he's definitely uh he but, was but no it wasn't, he wasn't bad he, he scored a bunch of goals let me see what let me see what's the, ne- the next one yeah, I recognize that, that music from the that was Jake from the from from the side slot there. Of course, I've only clipped Jake's goals because you know. Oh, why would we care about anyone else's? No. Oh, uh, all right. I have a couple more, but I'm not gonna, we're, I'm not going to do it. But the one you have to see, and and the 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 photography on the the, the camera work missed the knee slide. That's Completely the missed the knee slide, but uh, but this was the final goal of the tournament here. Yes. Oh, the coach. My favorite part is the other parents are like, did he just do a knee slide? <laughs> like it was the most meaningless tournament goal, but I mean, it was, it, but, but it was raining and he's like, the ground's wet. So I'm going to do a knee slide. <laughs> and, uh, uh, the guy, he, he cracks me up though. It was fun. And, Good. uh, and and so they won. Oh, the other thing that they did, which was bizarre, is that one of the guys saw that they had a watermelon at the at the main organization tent. Like, like he was like the, the, I don't know if they were selling it or not, but they ended up buying it from him. They ended up getting like paying ten bucks to buy this whole watermelon, and the watermelon became the kind of mascot for the team. <laughs> So before the game, hold on, where's the, uh, <laughs> the, the rare full body shot of me, which I do not like looking at whatsoever, but, uh, that's the watermelon. Uh, they, they all kind of, they all held the watermelon for good luck. They rubbed it. They gambled the watermelon in the final game. They told the other team that, that you know, it was going to be for the watermelon and, uh, and then they ended up winning. Uh, to the victor go the go the spoils, and uh, and there there's them with the medals in their mouth. But this is this is them now, and the this is the picture I started with at the beginning, where this is when they the first tournament that they ever played in together. How long ago? 
This was 10 years ago. They were nine years old, eight or nine years old. And on the bottom row, the four, the four on the right out of the five of them were, were playing. And then also the, the, the second from the left on the, t- on the uh, top row. And then yeah. one other guy who's not pictured here. And those guys ended up turning into these guys. <laughs> oh, there's the team that was rooting for them as well. <laughs> they, they took a picture after the game. Those were their fans. Yeah. A grower. Yeah. Aditya got really, he's, he's actually much better at basketball than he is at, at soccer now, but he's really good at soccer too. So it was, uh, and again, I, it's the one time I call it soccer is when it's, yeah. when it's played in this country uh, by people from this country, I you look you look like a right prat if you call it football. While everybody's yeah, we calling it. it soccer, so uh, so that was my weekend, and and my cavelling is done. Uh, now, based on your comments, you did not get out to town this weekend. This week, <laughs> not done any. My balls are back to there. You go from one set of balls to another. My balls are back to a normal size. Thank fuck. But you know, I said I was in bed. And I had one long nail. I went put when you're in du- you in your duvet, you're watching TV, you like that, you put your hand down like that in between your legs and just pull the duvet out. As I did that, I caught me my balls. And because it's it's you know, we all know what balls look like. They're, they're like a prune. There's no there's no flat, even surface on there. So where the little wound is, it won't heal. So it just keeps drip, scab juice, drip, drip. Every 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 minute or two, drip. <laughs> I'm thinking, how the fucking hell? You can't put a plaster on it. They can, I'm thinking maybe I should put glue on it or something. That's what they do in Vietnam. I need the Vietnam balls. <laughs> oh, and last imagine, week the average. Imagine someone's got this podcast on, and they just—I'm getting towards the end of of the of the of the soccer tournament discussion. And they're like, "Oh, I got to go out to uh, to the garage and get something, or I got to go to the loo." Real quick, and they come back like 15 <laughs> seconds later, and you're talking about ball <laughs> juice. There was not oh, even a, a sufficient transitory period, and our viewership has just gone up by 20% since you started talking. Uh, uh, <laughs> if there's anybody watching this on Twitter, in fact, I want you lot here. You've all got, if you're on a PC, I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give you the link. I want you to help StatPad, but you've all got Twitter. Don't tell me you haven't. Just go and open the, our Twitter. In another window, and have them both mute it, but have them going at the same time. I want to see how high we can get the Twitter numbers. People because watching Dan- live Danny on Twitter. Gets, Danny gets eighty quid for each Twitter view. Don't get eighty quid a six months for everything. <laughs> we get absolutely nothing from Twitter, actually. Um, yeah, so there's no. You can't put a plaster on it because the plaster will fall off. But I'll, I'll have to ring the doctors tomorrow. And I bet they're going to say something like put um, uh, super glue on it because that's what you did in Vietnam, wasn't it, for wounds that that you can't do anything with. Do I look like I know what people did in Vietnam? The if and name, my balls were no 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 nineteen inches what round last no, week. No 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 oh, the average age of your balls is no 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 the average size of their balls was nineteen. Um, <laughs> it was like it. It felt good for a little while until you realize you look like a goat. Not if a good we named goat. these episodes like I name our podcast and like you name yours, uh, it would it would be ball juice scab juice actually ball juice. Yeah. I thought when the first time with a little padlet, I thought I've pissed myself, and I've even realised, oh god, I got to that age. No, and it was slightly tacky. So um, the flies love it. <laughs> no, we have got flies because it's been forty degree, forty two degrees in direct sunlight today. Really? But do you know what that? That's that's eighty four. That's uh, one hundred and twelve degrees in direct sunlight. Yeah, forty two. Yeah, thirty is eighty six. So forty would be one hundred and four. Forty two would be one hundred eight. Yeah. Ugh. 
it's going to be hot. It's going to be hot in Baltimore. And it's going to be hot in Orlando. I've already been fielding some questions from uh, from the lot that's traveling over. Uh, you know, like, do we have any chance of a of a of a of a moderate day? And I'm like, eh. and get ready for the humidity as well. It's going to be it's going to be brutal. And and just because Orlando's in Florida and Baltimore's further north does not mean that it's going to be warmer. In, uh, you know, that it's not going to be hot and disgusting in Baltimore because. Baltimore, Washington area, as I can tell you from living there, gets brutal in, in July and August. So uh, I can imagine it does. Um, Sean's back, or she was back. She got back on Monday. So we had Monday afternoon with her. Tuesday and Wednesday, she was off with uh, Needy Evie. And then Thursday and Friday, she was here. I mean, she sleeps at Needy Evie's because I don't have a spare bed here because that room is now a storage room for selling all the shit that I own. 540 things I've got for sale on eBay at the moment amazing and so i I like to go and sit by my front door i live in a cul-de-sac and so i sit open the front door i sit there sun shines in so i can't quite get over the the step for the front door it's only that big it's only about an inch big but it goes up at an angle drops down up a bit then down the other side i'd get stuck because my front wheels are a pain in the ass so um i sat by the front door for an hour or so and then after us when we come back in here sean was making my bed um, it's nice of her to do that. Very kind. Oh, see, so so it, so, it sounds like you guys are uh, are oh, in no, a good she place. Wanted, she wanted to do a Tesco shopping. I said, "Well, only if you do stuff for me." So I got her to sort out some of the clothes in her room, and then make my bed, and then um, do some other things. So then, where I'd sat by the front door, there was a little, maybe a teaspoon of, of this stuff just sat on the floor. And I said to her, "Do not step in it." And so she went out with socks on, came straight back in and stood on it. And then she's hopping around on one day, going, oh, I've got ball juice on my feet. And then she put her foot down and stood in another one. <laughs> it wasn't bad enough that we we're talking about ball juice, but now we're talking about your, your father, your, your daughter, sorry, getting uh, ball juice. Um, any, any chance of you making it down to London for the 1st of September? If my balls sort themselves out, yeah. Well, then we went to, uh, I was meant to go to the hospital just to go and see the urology people because of my my all my, my my gears all fucking upside down and back to front um so i'm gonna go see urology got ready got up at 11 ready to leave by half 11 and the van wouldn't fall. i say van my volkswagen Sharan, two liter turbo diesel 2013 very nice machine very low mileage don't steal it and uh in the back of my, you know you saw in you have um uh, we still haven't got the smell out and then um Loki says, "Do we get a discount on your on an ABW discount?" On uh, yeah, of course you do. If anybody wants any w, old WWF stuff, Arsenal stuff, I've got so much shit on there. Yeah, I'll give you a one percent discount. I think that uh, I think they're I, that stuff is all well and good, but I think they're pretty much looking for containers of scab juice and ball. Well, you know, some other social media stars sell their their, their, their stuff that is expelled from their bodies. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I get in the back of the van. You um, drop down the back of it, and then I go up, and then uh, there's a on the as you go in, there's this little button because you've got these hooks that hook the front of the chair in place. You press the red button, and it electronically hooks them in place. I mean, keeps them in yeah, place. Because otherwise, so you'd just be like bouncing around. Yeah, well, I never use them. But for some reason, as I went in the van the last time I used it, probably three months ago, I thought, what's this button do? I pressed the button and the light came on. I forgot to turn, press the button and turn it back off. So about a month later, I looked out oh, the window no. and thought, there's a red light on in the van. And then I forgot to do anything about it for another month, completely flattened the battery. I was going to say, your battery tried... had to have been dead by that point. Yeah, so we tried jump-starting it for Sexy Frank come round. Um, and he, when, when Sexy Frank left, uh, Needy Evie said to me, Needy Evie's a good-looking young lady. And she said to Sean, oh, fuck me. He's good-looking, isn't he? 
sexy frank that's sexy frank for you the women love a bit of sexy frank he's a happily married man and he has been for many many moons so uh and look for a new vat battery a minimum of 140 quid for, for a power battery for uh well it's, it's a heavy duty one because it's a two liter turbo diesel with all the bits on it and it's got stop start technology apparently which we turn off because it's bollocks or do we? No, George has it turned on. Sean doesn't like it turned on when she drives it. So um, I rang Jay, and Jay said, uh, I said, can I trickle charge it? Would it fix it? All I've got to do now is get someone to come around and uh, take it out of the van, bring it in, and I'll trickle charge it. And then so on the, the Monday when Sean was here, we had Chinese. We had it from the golden lion, golden testicle, golden something in Huntingdon. Very nice Chinese. Cost me 40 fucking quid, Michael. 40 quid for them two chances to have dinner on me. Absolute fucking liability. Our Twitter viewers is now down to zero. It peaked at 12. Hello, everyone on Twitter that's not watching. And then uh, what do we have there? On then on the Thursday, we had KFC, which was very nice. I had two chicken burgers, two bits of corn. And on the Friday, those those greedy little hungry hippos, they didn't want anything. So I started my diet again. I only had two bread rolls and a thing of uh, corned beef. And yesterday I had a banana and an apple. Oh, that corned beef made it back into your diet again. Certainly did. And then uh, today all I have had is um, I had a breakfast bar with no sugar in it. It's called Naked, not Naked, is it? I don't know. Something. And then I had uh, I had corned beef and mashed potato and then, um, then I had an apple, which is why I was picking my teeth earlier. But the only vegetation in my life is this little beauty. Look at that. A Venus flytrap. Put your nose in there. Called Humphrey. Does I've had a little chance. Ch- you, should... you put your nose in there? No, if you have a Venus flytrap, people, don't make it close over. Because if you do, it starts to digest itself. So this is called Humphrey. And I gave Humphrey a trim earlier. And I spread them all out so it's like a wheel where they're all one in each different place and so flattened it all out. Lots of water and the thing is very, very happy. So my mum bought me that because I all went out to a garden centre on Friday. And uh, that, that Michael, has been my week. That's it. That's all I've done. And taking loads of pictures of stuff and putting it on, on eBay. This next week is going to be jam-packed. And, you know, I started to do the calculation. I should be able to make the Sunday roast next Sunday. Oh, and I should be able to make it um, on location. I will be on location in Baltimore. The the festivities in Baltimore shall be done, but uh, but I don't leave Baltimore for Orlando until very very early Monday morning. So I'll be uh, I'll be set up in a hotel on Sunday night. Four p.m. rolls around. I should be uh, should be able to to do that. Hopefully, I'll I'll be able to upload all you know, a bunch of pictures and videos and stuff. But uh, but yeah. So so don't go out and get a, a a replacement for me quite yet. Nope. I think the next one, if I get a replacement, I'd I'd like to maybe have Craig on from uh, same old Arsenal. Um I'd like to have a chat with him. Craig, um perfect. but that'll just end up just all being gaming. And we've done John and Chris. So maybe someone like Carl or Josh or uh, any of that a lot. Femi is really good. Femi loves TV shows. Um he watches a lot of shit. Um, in fact, any of my lot would be good. I'm trying to think. It's uh, I had a message from Jeff Arsenal the other day in the in the, in the main WhatsApp group, the real, the real old one, and he hasn't given up podcasting. I thought he had. 
I misunderstood. He said he was really busy doing what he does and family stuff. And he went, yep, I'll be back for the new season. So uh, oh. me and Jeff will be starting our 10th season of ABW. Nice. 10 fucking years, Michael. What do you think to that? That is too many. We're uh, <laughs> we're starting seven, and and and, and I've already <laughs> lost everybody. Else. I'm the only one who seems to want to do it anymore. <laughs> it's like it's like um, uh, what is it? Uh, the Walking Dead. <laughs> Your show. My one is just like some other show where everyone's there but no one turns up. I mean, they didn't. They've not even replied in the fucking group. When I, well, I it, find like even have courtesy say the fuck off. I've gotten more comfortable with just being like like I don't I don't have the the ability or confidence or even uh, really you do also need viewers for this as well because you need to have some interaction you can't just it can't we just be asking like, for questions have we? But like what's what what sophie does sometimes on on the highbury squad and she's not here anymore so i'm not just going out of my way to kiss her ass um is you know she she'll just talk into the screen and and interact with 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 viewers because you know their show rightfully so gets enough people that there's a lot of comments going by but you know, I used to just feel like even if we had a guest on, I needed to have one other co-host mm. on, um, and I've gotten over that. So, I mean, I don't mind doing the one-on-one shows, and I also love podcasting with the other guys when when they're around and they're available. But it just it seems to be a very, you know, a very difficult. They've all got young kids. I don't. Um, well, all but one of them have young kids. I don't. Um, not everybody has the same flexibility job wise and, you know, being here in the States, it's in the late afternoon rather than in the evening. So it is what it is, but, but I'm enjoying putting out content right now. Um, cause there's nothing really awful happening. <laughs> so the next two weeks should be interesting. We're going to have gunner blog on the pod at least once. Um, he's going to, we're going to be doing a live show in Baltimore. looks like we might be doing one in Orlando. Ray Parler's going to be uh, running around doing his thing. We will have uh, Stu McFarlane joining us as well from Arsenal. His birthday yesterday, I think. Yep, and uh, and and he'll be around and doing live shows in person. And then just stuff happens on these tours. You know, I do feel a little guilty on these tours because they go out of their way to provide access. And some of it is very exclusive and limited because of space and stuff like the kit launch in Orlando is going to be a, it's like an invite only very limited space type of thing, um, which I'm fortunate enough to be there for. So we'll bring that to which you. Kit is it which color the black one? Are you going to get one? Uh, if they have my size, I will get one. Uh, at these things, they don't nice. always, ha- they don't always have the three XLs, which sucks but uh i wouldn't but, yeah. wear black anyway but i, like, oh, I, I, lo- I, I love I that kit i love the I look of that dirty. kit but i couldn't wear pink so the crock of blancmange and uh red isn't really my color there's some old ones from over the years i'd love to have had but I, I'm, when i eat i tend to get food all over my bloody face like some kind of dog eating its dinner it ends up in my beard and then i don't notice in my beard and then it falls out of my beard onto my clothes Sometimes it's a matter of seconds before what I've eaten ends up all, ends up all over me. I'm not safe to bring out. I'm gonna yeah we're we're, we're gonna feed ball juice to 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 Ray Parler over there and see how that goes. Um, we will uh, <laughs> we will do a live stream. Uh, well, I think what we're gonna end up doing. I'm not sure I'll be able to live stream the actual like podcast event because that all comes down to the Wi-Fi at the uh, at the location. 
Uh, I might try it, but if it fails, we're going to have a secondary recording and I'll upload it so that people will be able to see what happened, even if they're not uh, part of it on the, on the day. Uh, but I probably will go live on our channel randomly here and there when something's happening. So there'll be a lot of like two, three, six minute pop-up videos coming on the, on the Gunners podcast at random times. Um, probably a lot of them being early in the morning <laughs> over in the UK. But, um, if you want to find out when we're going live, if you want to participate in whatever it is that we're doing, uh, that isn't planned ahead, just make sure to put the little notification thing on. What's it? A bell? Um, I think it could be hit the bell on the, on the Gunners podcast page and you will be notified when we go live, uh, announced or unannounced. So, um, Phil says he's got a new 4XL arriving from China. As I've learned, the 4XL is about the size of an adult medium uh, huh. when you order them from China. Did I tell the story about the email I got from, from a person in China with a little bit of baby fat? Like when I complained that the shirts weren't as big as they were advertised, the woman essentially <laughs> no. emailed me back because I gave my like height and weight, which was – I wish I was that height and weight now. Like, like it was way, way along many, many pounds ago. And she's and like, Oh, three quid. she's like, Oh, here, here in, uh, here, here in China that, you know, that, that height and weight's considered too much baby fat. <laughs> Is that what their answer was? Yeah. I was like, what am I going to do? Go to like complain to China that, <laughs> Absolutely. that the woman was a bitch. <laughs> like, uh, possibly I not. I didn't foresee myself getting any, uh, you know, compensation or consideration for my, for my troubles. So I just, I just let it go. But so what did you do with it? With the, with the shirt? Yeah. Oh, I think I saved it for my son or something like that. I mean, that's the good thing about having a kid who, you know, the stuff that doesn't fit me anymore now that he's an adult fits him. But of course it's all dated stuff like Theo Walcott jerseys and, (laughs) and uh, I've got some, some more show and tell. Marilyn Shamak. Um, oh, you got some. You got some photos to show us. There is um, this. It's one of my trading <laughs> cards that I'm selling. That's Bobby the Brain Heenan and Hercules. Do you know um, what Herc? Do you remember what Hercules's last name was? No. Hernandez. I think he had a surname. No, he was originally Hercules Hernandez. And uh, was he? Yeah, I think it's Mike. It's Mike's uh, great uncle. And a Hercule, Hercules later in his career changed his name to just hers. <laughs> uh, have you seen what uh, Sebi has done to this? No, but I can't wait to see that. <laughs> oh, no. Dan <laughs> and Mike the Jew Heenan. Mike the Jew. <laughs> <coughs> oh, my God. So, that Sebi, he was in the chat earlier. Another masterpiece by Sebi. Oh, my God. That is funny. That is very good. Well done. Um, and then there's a picture Mike of Sean. I've still I've still got that kit. That's in my kitchen before I had a wall built in on the right hand side and moved my washing machine into the hallway cupboard. That reminds me of one of those like flying bats. Like it does yes, <laughs> it's gonna bite you. We'll give you COVID or something. So I mean, what is it like a wombat or something like that? Like she just like, it could well be. And in that cage behind her, like 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 coming in for a soft landing in the uh, in a dark graveyard somewhere. And there's behind her, there is a rat cage, and there's uh, Woody and Ken, the two is rats. Is that the gerbil in there? in there? No, the rats. I, th- I thought that looked like a young gerby at like the, the top right. 
I don't think there's any relation to your jersey. And then when they got to about this size, and I thought, fucking hell, these fucks, because they were nice when they were small. And then so we went out into the countryside here and let them out of the car, and then we drove off and let them let them run free. And I'm, I've heard they were perfectly fine. Uh, Sean in another kit, and there's Sean and her mum, uh, the uh, the North Bank, nope. Yeah, North yeah. Bank in the background. Oh, yeah. They're both wearing Arsenal kits there. I should dig those up. I mean, Sean's one's a fake one. I got a so, so, all right, so, so let me Arsenal think. in Brazil. Let me think. What which what street is that then? Is that is that go, that is that Avenel? That's not Avenel. I don't know. Because Avenel runs directly alongside. So if that's you sure that's the North Bank? Oh, okay. I, yeah, I know. I that that's the street that basically that you would walk down to to get to uh like the Bank the of Friendship or the Gunners Pub. Yeah. All right. And there you go. And that's um I think that's one I've really got here. See what people have uh, got anything in the chat. Uh, oh, no, it's not that. That's not it. Oh, here we go. Mike says, looks like a flying squirrel. She could be. Um, I need a little bit of, um, I need, need you to explain something to me because you lot are having far too much of a good time. Is this what you get up to? Are you there? Yeah. And what's going am, on? Am I, I in that video? Yeah, that's, I didn't know they danced to this kind of music. Yeah, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the third one from the left. There you go. I, I went where, into, where did I was, you get that from? <laughs> YouTube. Because there's a new thing on YouTube where you can have uh, play, I mean, on um, sound, on StreamYard, you can have your own music playing in the background. You can upload your own music. So I thought, <gasps> I'm going to surprise him. Every time he mentions about being Jewish, I'm going to go and have a little clip or maybe fiddle on the roof or something like that. So I put into YouTube Jewish music and that came up and I thought, Jewish I'm going to stop music. with that. You, should, you, you could have saved some time and just put like search for Jewsic instead of Jewish music. It's just... is, that, is that a thing? Or are you, you no. telling me like, no, it's not a thing. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, could I have that on, on a, an identity card and get myself a, a Jewish wife like you've got? This 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 picture reminds me of. I just it works, I just doesn't finished, it? I just finished Peaky Blinders last night at like <laughs> three in the morning. I finished uh, it last week. Oh, I mean, we just got the the sixth season not too long ago. Mm. I think it came out way way earlier uh, over over by you. But like, I just love every moment that Alfie is on the on the screen. I just oh, I love, could, how, love he is the character. only one who is really into that character. I recommend being dead. I don't, I, don't, years. I don't know a lot about Tom Hardy's career, but like oh, he's one of my favorite. Does he look like that? Like, like is he super, super like made up and and uh yeah. it doesn't look like that at all. I mean, just the accent, the the yeah. sense sense of humor, the I mean it's it's freaking he should have his own off spin of that. That's how good he is. Yeah, he should he should. It should be like Alfie <laughs> I don't know what it would be called, but um <laughs> Alfie's Jewish Emporium or something. <laughs> Just yeah, he's he's a he's a loan shark. <laughs> he goes around nineteen twenties England. Beating so the it fuck goes out backwards in time then. <laughs> I can't remember when this series is set. I thought it was after World War One. Was it, it was? After it, World War? It, yeah, it's after World War One. It's in the early thirties, basically, when like Hitler was rising to power, and um and the um now, now we got to be careful not to spoil, but like you know who the American character is based off of, right? No, you know the the one I'm talking about the uh, yeah the the gangster Mosley. The what? 
one who meets Moses. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, uh, he, he's uh, Joe Kennedy. He's based off of Joe Kennedy, who was JFK's dad. Oh, well, that puts a different spin on everything in history. Yeah. Like, yeah Is there any like, basis to any of this? JFK's dad was like a, I mean, I don't know that he was as bad of a dude as this guy was, but but he yeah. was involved in a lot of. He had quite the hump with a certain type of people. Yeah. <laughs> and and that and that comes that pretty much is is uh is is accurate in the show. Um oh, Womble says check out Taboo. Now, Taboo was written by um Tom Hardy's dad. It was on the BBC about 4 or 5 years ago. It was really good, Tom quite Hardy's slow. Dad, Laurel. <laughs> Probably. It's Laurel it's quite slow, but it really does get going and um they've they've agreed to do another series of it, but because of all the um the flu it's been it's been held back, but yeah, to go and watch Taboo People. But my one of my favourite films of Tom Hardy is Warrior. It's um, MMA and it's brilliant. But there again, I think Rocky's brilliant. Uh, to burn this rubbish, it's uh, Warrior. It's not actually right. Cough. I don't. No, no, I don't I just, look at a I'm, film I'm and go. Character. And and apparently, there's going to be a um, a Peaky Blinders movie, like a full uh, yeah. film. Which is yeah. going to be centered around like World War Two, so because I, I the first the first episode of the new series is okay, the net all the rest of the episodes are all absolute fucking bollocks, which is why it took me so long to watch it. It was painful, and then the last episode and a half they're just tying up loose ends, and you go, well, actually, that's a really good ending. I quite like that. So I heard it was a film that is going to be based on after this, not a prequel, a postquel. It's not a word. Do we want to go back and uh, and address this question and 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 any other questions? Before I mean, we probably got I got about another ten minutes in me. Um, Good luck. That means thirty minutes in actual human time. Probably um, so. But go on then, ask it. If if we, from from Sophie, if you were having one last Sunday roast, which is a very sad concept <laughs> to be thinking, why can't it be so negative? Oh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> if you were having one last Sunday roast and could have four guests to dinner, dead or alive, who would they be? Four guests today. Billy Connolly. This is, this is not just an Arsenal thing. Uh, this is this is four guests. Yeah, so I've got I've got Billy Connolly on my one definitely. Um, Robin Williams. Um, who else do I really like? Uh, Sean Connery. I think he's brilliant. I'd actually like my granddad to be there, so he'd know whether he's Italian or German. I was about to say, like, this is kind of where you end up. Uh, you have <laughs> to, God. you almost have to say a family member that's deceased or something. But yeah, and God, so when he doesn't turn up, I can prove it to go. There you go, you fuckers. And if he does turn up, I can change my ways. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Dublin Gunners. I'm, I'm stretching my um, my elbow. He says, uh, "Can oh, I come? I'm hungry." Well, uh -oh. yeah. Are you going to be the second podcaster to ever have a wank on camera? <laughs> Me? Yes. Oh, of course. Yeah. I'm just well, I, when I move around like this is because I fucking I've got a, I've got a spot on my bum. I take the weight off of it. It's only I've got I think I had a tiny little flea bite that I scratched. That never ends well because my fucking cats are all well, apart from Betty put flea juice on her to get rid of the fleas and it works, but it's ten quid a cat. And they only last three months. And my locks, it's all gardens and fields around here. They keep fucking off and getting getting fleas. So uh, who are you going to have? So I'm definitely having Connery, Connolly, um, Cottery, and, and, and Comery. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking, I don't think there's any women that I'd want to have there. 
Oh, I know yeah. what I'd have. I'd have, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, oh, I follow her on Twitter, Fox. Who, Samantha Fox? Ella, Ella Fox. Oh. She's a, 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 twit, uh, a, um, a Twitter, Twitter. No, that's not the right word, is it? What's it called? All the boobs. Always, people always joke about it. I can't remember what the bloody website's called. Chatterbait. She's on there. She's a very naughty lady and she's gorgeous. I'll have her there just in case they get boring. Well, actually, either her or Sir Patrick Moore. There you go. It's one of those two. I'm sure I'm I'm just completely missing out on somebody that, that would totally make this list, but very, very rushed. I would say uh, Abraham Lincoln. One of the half. Uh, John Lennon. Go with John Lennon. Oh, what was that reaction for? I hate anything to do with the fucking Beatles. Oh, that's right. We've we've gone there. Um, Alex Morgan. I got to go with Alex Morgan. I don't um, know who that is. She's she's w- probably the best American footballer female that ever lived. Right. Um, and just because after dinner I'm gonna get hor- I'm gonna be horny and 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 <laughs> and and. and I would like to have some discussion about football with her while we're doing stuff. Um, I do realize before you, before you go crazy chat group, before we get 97 messages from the 30 of you in chat, I do realize Uh that she played, she played for Spurs. I do get that, but that override, but, but that does not override my love for her. Um, And then uh, the fourth would be David Rocastle. Oh. Gotta put gotta put Rocky on there. Yes. Oh well, that's that's nice. Um Loki says Elvis, Jesus, Herbert Chapman, and a young Sharon Stone for dessert. Now she's uh Is it Jesus a, or is it or is it is it Jesus? Oh uh, either. <laughs> they could swap seats at half time. <laughs> I don't know. Um Mark Backridin, who the podcast account wasn't following because I take no notice of who we follow. I just noticed a tweet from him on there. How so dare John Lennon, you. Jimi Hendrix, George Best, and Gandhi. Hmm. You know, a lot uh, of people go a lot of people go this route and and procrastinating Womble, I, I like you, so I'm gonna hope that you, the reason you want to have dinner with Hitler was to like kill him or something like that. Poison him. Um, he's uh, procrastinating one was as Hitler, any Pope, Stephen Fry, and Stephen Hawking. I just, I actually, I'm going to take out Ella Fox and put in um, put in uh, Stephen Fry because Stephen Fry is the first person I followed on Twitter, and the second was Anna. But then I accidentally unfollowed her. I do that all the time when you click in on something because Steve- the three dots is right next to the follow unfollow. So I unfollowed Anna. So I do that all the time. Always you- unfollowing people. What kind of food do you think you'd have to serve to Stephen Hawking? Does, Mashed like, potato through a straw. <laughs> <laughs> Something simple that isn't going to give him the shits. Like, 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 like invite him to, to the final Sunday roast and, and just the, the little invitation card where there's like, please let us know of any dietary restrictions. <laughs> yeah, soup. Just sit in soup without lumps. Um, Scream Boy says, what Jesus. I'm serving your dinner in. This is Jesus, Bonnie and Clyde, Jennifer Aniston. The so screen boy's using friends. half of his picks on one. Like, like, couldn't Bonnie tell you what Bonnie and Clyde were up to? That you wouldn't have to actually have Clyde there, and vice versa, like that. 
I like Jennifer. I used to like Jennifer Anderson, but now she's she's a dirty smoker and she doesn't stop. And so her mouth looks like a dog's anus with all those lines. <laughs> and so she's had the had the Botox done. Because we a, have because we have the most beautiful mouths. We can say well, I this won't, about. I her. won't be riddled with uh, with the cancers from it. Unlike her, I'm a mouth and, model myself. So uh, yes, so um, silly cow. So she looks fucking stupid now, and she she can't smile, and she doesn't sneeze. Uh, Phil Macker, this would be a good one. Rick Astley, Liam Brady, Sean Connery, and Charlotte Church. I always like the old Charlotte Church. I'd like to understand the, the rationale behind Rick Astley. But doubling uh, by the way, says, by the way, so if, if you end up doubling back and watching this, great question. Uh, I'm sorry we waited so long to get into it because uh, doubling Gooner says Peter Ustinov, Stephen Fry, Billy Connolly, and Dave Chappelle. Those are good shots. Uh, Stephen Fry is he? Uh, my ignorance there, because I think Stephen Fry is maybe not in a like a worldwide thing, more of a local thing. Who is Stephen Fry? He reads. He does the audio books, all the Harry Potter stuff. That's he why. used to host QI, um, a little bit of Fry and Laurie. He was did a recurring role in Bones. He did one of my favourite TV series, which was set in uh, in and around Norwich area. Um, Oh, I can't remember what the TV series yeah. is called. Every single one of the things you've just mentioned does not intersect with my universe in past, present, or future in any way. He so is, that's why uh, I don't know who he is. He should be made um, the king of this country, and that would be that would make work very good. You could, you Mark, could. I'm surprised no one has said uh, um, Lady Nina Bracewell or whoever, who, the, who essentially is the reason that Cronky owns our club today, or one of the reasons. Uh, um, Mark Backridden says Stephen Hawking had to have his food liquidized. Certainly, done. My brother watched my, my brother, and then he laughed watched at Stephen Hawking. I mean, what a privileged situation Mark must be in that that he's just taken one of the guys with the highest IQ in the world and just laughing. Not anymore, at he's dead. He don't care. So he's um, then, so he's laughing at on his grave is even is even worse. That's diabolical. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> fly, <laughs> fuck off. What is it about flies? Where they like to? Come and get in your face. I'm going to try and kill this fucker. You land, you bitch, and I'm going to go and get on Bartholomew or whatever the fucking thing's name. I'll put your ass through your face. Land, you fuck. Mother Teresa, (laughs) Danny DeVito. Danny doesn't realize I've muted him. Uh, (laughs) Hitler, Mother Teresa, Danny DeVito, John Merrick. Okay, I'm not familiar with John Merrick. The elephant man, you minge. Okay. I mean, I know of the, Mar- the elephant man, but I didn't know that that was what his Got name any was. monkey nuts? Yeah, that is a, that's an eclectic. I mean, imagine that table. Uh, if you're watching, Sebi, I think this needs to be made into, into like a Last Supper kind of. Although you don't really want to be making photoshops with Hitler in them because someone, someone who wasn't watching this and has the proper context will probably think less of you. Um, Probably, but, uh, you Phil Mecca has not has, has not really explained himself to my satisfaction. Rick Astley is my god. The question is why not? You know, but I'm surprised you didn't put Curtis Tigers Tigers and his dead tigers on there because that's, he listens to that shit as well. Well, I hope that Rick that that Phil is never going to give us up as a podcast because uh, you know if that's something that Rick Astley taught him, that would be great. Blackout well, right now. Um, you played Lord Milchip in series three, 
And in Series 4, the one in World War Two, he played uh, the captain who kept sending them um, into the... He said, oh, good news! Uh, was Blackadder. that Rowan Atkinson? Yeah, yeah, Rowan Atkinson was Blackadder. Right, yeah, no, that I remember, but... Uh... He he yeah. crossed over a little bit into the into the U.S. Like he he did a bunch of uh, a bunch of films, more mainstream American films. Uh, Rowan Atkinson as well. But Womble says Fry some time for credit card fraud. He certainly did. Uh, that little fuck is back again. Oh fuck! Um, yeah, he did. Being chewist. And he went, he went, oh, I've listened to the audio book and I've got the actual book. He went all the way around the country on somebody else's checkbook. Lovely. And then he ended up going to prison and he loved it in there. Um, what was wrong? That was worded wrong. Okay. Uh, what else have we got? Uh, oh, there we go. Phil knows Kingdom. That was a TV series. One of the ones that I could watch over and over because he's absolutely brilliant. And Phil says he just loves um, Rick Roll's music, which is. Uh, all right. Oh, here we go. He's got a new name. I'm not here to change your mind about it. I just want to. I just want to understand you better. Uh, understand your your you know your your backstory with him. Your his logic. Your your um, your, your thought your motivations. You know, um, if there's any, uh, I like these kinds of questions. So if anyone comes up with one more, I think we got time for one more, and then uh, you know yeah. with, with this with the audience participation as well. But um, a new person, Patrick Carlson. That sounds like somebody might be Scandinavian. Yeah, because there's no they don't put a C in Patrick. I reckon they're from Sweden. I, um, I'm going to say Denmark. You go Sweden, and we'll find out in a second. I, I think I would have chosen Sweden had it been available to me, but you took you it go. right before I did. So he says I'd have lasagna with Sane and Con, Son and Kane. <laughs> Sane and, and Con. Yeah, making Chuck um, uh, Rickelson that as well. Hopefully, it kills him. One will says Baldrick's explanation for the start of World War One is classic, and also. Don't ask Baldrick to make you a frothy cappuccino or ratatouille. Uh, the Mad General. Blackadder. I've just downloaded the whole of Blackadder, and I'm watching Series 1 again, which is a really hard watch because it was shit. Ah, oh, Patrick's from Sweden. Was one of the shows Blackadder Goes Forth or something like that? That, yeah, that sounds familiar four. to me. That had to have been on in the late 80s when I was living over there because that, for some reason that rings that rings a bell to me. It is. It is one of the greatest TV series. Just don't watch series one. It's shit. Patrick is indeed in Sweden, and we are ABW have had uh, two Swedish players on the pod. We've had Anders Limpar, and we've had Remy. No, not Remy. Rami Shaban. Rami Shaban. Yes. Uh, Phil says I, I. I've loved Rick ever since. I'm not going to give you up, and I will never give up the roast. You're not doing yourself any favors there. Well, then we're then then we're all on the same page. I, I like this one. Let's let's make it two people. Um, and then we'll finish the pot off with this. Is that, that sound good? Yes. You get to kick someone in the balls and get away with it. Must be living. So that narrows the field down by, by 50%. Um, and does it have uh, any long-term effect on their fertility? <laughs> so the fuckers don't breed. Well, well, that's true. Uh, must be living. Who would it be? I mean, the first thing that always that comes to mind is Harry Kane, but but uh, that's what I was thinking. I'm trying to be a little bit more. Um, I'm gonna tr- try to inventive. be a little bit more original than that. Mm. Um, uh, I, Stan, I, kick Stan in the balls, <laughs> and tell him save the other one 
if he doesn't sort himself out, and if we don't win the Premier League title in the next three seasons, he's going to get another kick in the balls. <laughs> so in, in the entire world, yeah. you're you're going for Stan Kroenke to kick in the balls. Like like Stan doesn't even know what Arsenal is anymore. Like like. Well, there you go. Well, no one's I've kicked him in the balls. <laughs> Hell, fucking no good and well and true and malarkey job. Does he have to bend? Does he have to squat down to be kicked in the balls? By no, you? I shall. I shall haunt the body of the rock for that particular exercise, <laughs> and I'll take a run up. All right, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna name someone I know, and then someone like like that's like well known by by other people that I don't know personally, and I still have to figure out who that person. Oh, well. These two people are very much more similar than they are uh, different. Putin and Jacka. <laughs> Putin. I'm I'm going for a similar one. I'm going for Donald Trump and Lee Gunner. <sighs> Donald Trump and Lee Gunner, who who have so many similarities between the two of them that uh, yeah they 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 have they have no self awareness. They know what they're doing and saying is full of shit and. And do it anyway because they know it sells, uh, and uh, and they both deserve a kick in the balls. Maybe maybe when I kick Lee Gunner in the balls, the forty five quid that I spent on a Lee Gunner TV T shirt will uh, will magically pop out that I bought for a forfeit that I lost when when uh, Italy won the Euros. Never got delivered. Never got my money back from him. So, uh, so yeah, should take legal action. Yeah, so um, I, I can't think of anybody I'd want to do it to. Um, not really. Really, you're a lover, yeah. not a fighter. Oh, actually, maybe my friend Richard Dix because he's uh, an absolute shit, a snide and a shit. Let's everybody down and uses everybody. I'd love to kick him in the balls. Go, okay, well, you should pay you for call him your friend. Did you describe well, him as yeah. a friend? I, I am kind of friends with him. He comes around occasionally, but he's the world's biggest user. I just want to go, you fucking little minge. Um, Mossed Sports says uh, Lee Gunner, no balls though. So you struggle to do that. Screen Boy, Lee Gunner, good shout. Phil it says. It won't hurt him that bad though, because of all the packs of cigarettes that are protecting the area. <laughs> That are going to be in his pockets, so uh, I'll have Stinky to fuck. take a hard swing. But Phil says if we all get together and do it, uh, Mark says no one wants to kick Danny in the balls. They don't want to scab juice all over their shoes. Well, that's a great way to end the show, isn't it, Mike? Yeah, I should. I, I actually, I, I would like to add a third. <laughs> that would be Danny, just just to see, just <laughs> just fucking covered. It would give us great content for the next Sunday roast. I mean, like I, I love if, the guy. I don't want to hurt you. Yeah. I, I, uh, but I but I think it would be good for the show. <laughs> That's what they all say they don't want to hurt you. They all end up hurting you. One well, way. By the way, spe- speaking of physical <laughs> comedy and stupid shit like this, I used to watch shows where I would see commercials all the time for the show called Impractical Jokers. It's essentially like yeah. a hidden hidden camera. Sean used to love it. Stunt type show, it. and and I used to always watch that, and I'm like. I would see the three guys on the microphone and then the one guy doing something. And the commercials never really turned me on to it. I was like, I've seen, it seems like a bunch of shows I've seen before. And I don't know. I'm not into it. Then for whatever reason, about two weeks ago, I was up in the middle of the night and there was this marathon on and there was nothing else that was good on. My TiVo had, I'd watched everything on there. 
I was doing one of my all night work session type things and I put it on and it is so funny that the, the, because it's, because it's four guys who have known each other since like, since they were teenagers who went to the same high school, they used to do pranks and, and that's what you can tell the chemistry between them, which is funny. It's a, and there's like nine seasons of 14 shows. So I could never watch them all, but I just keep watching new episodes and I'm sorry. It is fucking hilarious. I, 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 my son wakes up in the morning and he asked me why would you, I, you were, I was up all night listening to you laughing in your office room, which shares a wall with him. And I'm like, for some reason, I just find that I find their humor and, and their complete lack of caring what people think of them incredibly amusing. So highly rec- recommend uh, Impractical Jokers. It's, it's just funny. It's funny, and that's uh, that's all I got for today. Anything else you want to get off your chest? No, I often see um, uh, TikTok videos that are on Twitch, on Twitter, and I think oh, some of them absolutely crack me up. So maybe we should have a segment of the show where we just show the ones that we have. People can send us ones that they think is funny, that think they think are funny, and then we, we can play them on here. Um, there's one absolutely yeah, – I can't is do that any, uh, Is there any, like – like copyright yeah no. <laughs> i'm sorry i couldn't think of no. the word as long as they're as if you're on twitter they're going to be good anything up to about 10 15 seconds see there's some that are so funny um i don't have tiktok i'm not going to go on tiktok i'll find them on twitter you send me the link and then i'll go and download the video from twitter and then i'll we can play them at some point during the show of 10 minutes or so where we play them because i know someone does that on twitch and she has a half hour she she plays them every once a week and they are hilarious. Some of them are shit, but she, uh, she yeah, doesn't like there, proof- used, there used to be television show. There might still be, but like there was a show called Talk Soup. Um, it's yeah. actually what the short-lived uh, show Arsenal Soup on Lee Judge's TV was was named after. But it was a, it was like a an evaluation of a bunch of social media clips, like YouTube videos. It was really on well before. Or no, you, Talk Soup was about television show clips. And then Tosh.0 was a show about like YouTube clips and viral videos and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I would do that. It'd take a little bit more organization than I'm willing to put in for. for I, know. Uh, I can do it. But, uh, but yeah. I'll give you some idea of the stuff that we like. I've got one here that's going to take me about 10 seconds to upload it. Oh, desktop, you fucker. Where is it? It is here. Right, this is a very short one. And uh, get fucked. You ready? This is the kind of thing we're looking for, people. <laughs> I I did I did actually see that. I just saw that like genius. an hour before the podcast. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! See what you did. <laughs> yeah. Oh, animal ones are the funniest ones. So, so yeah, um, during the week. Um, send them to me on Twitter. Don't send them to the podcast Twitter because fuck knows I don't ever look there. Only for and Carl does all the tweeting from there. Which is, I mean, apart from shows, he does a great job with that. Yeah, tell tell Carl to tweet out requests though for it because people won't mm. you know they won't do it unless you remind them to. So, mm. well, so I do I do some of the things. So all I need now is to uh, bookmark this thing where you can download the uh, the videos. Otherwise, I'll forget which one it was. There you go. Save it in there. 
boom, bing, bong, done. Lovely. Right. It's down to you to close the show, young man. All right. Well, uh, the next time you see us, well, we're doing a Gooners podcast on Tuesday night with the lovely, talented, and fun Kaya Kainak from football.london. He's very, he followed me on Twitter. I feel guilty. Kaya is the amount of uh, shit he has to look at. Lovely, lovely guy. We're, we're going to be spending a lot of time together in the states, but we're going to we're going to kind of preview the visit on Tuesday night on our channel on the Gunners Podcast, uh, and then from there, just subscribe and and put on notifications because we never know what we'll get up to. Um, you guys going to do a, a showy show this week? You did one yesterday, didn't you? We did. Me and Carl and uh, Femi was going to join us, but he was at a barbecue and couldn't leave, and so Stan came on partway through the show. Um, Carl wants to do one next next week as well. So uh, Chris is meant to be doing some of the uh, the well, an hour with ABW where he gets on um, a guest to come on with him and have a chit chat. I've lost me. Um, oh, there he is. I've got an itch on the back of my head. Uh, yeah, uh, the seasons we had the whole of end of the season and end of May and all of July off didn't really do much apart from this show. So we are going to come back. Um, I want to do like a half hour show of each of the players that we've signed to talk about a little bit about each one, what we can expect from each player. It's the kind of stuff that everyone else did as soon as it happened. But you know us lot here because uh, we worked so hard doing one or two shows a week. We needed six weeks off to get over it. Meanwhile, Harry and Tom and Sophie and all them lot are banging out two shows a day every day without fucking rest, and they're, they're, they're on straight they're, away. Their schedule, like the, their diary, basically says the two hours per day that they're not on the air. Yeah. Like, because it's less writing than, than writing all the different shows, and, and they're killing it, absolutely killing it. Tom just got to 35,000 YouTube subs. I think Harry got to 25 or 35 this week. If you, Tom you gets any how- bigger between now and the end of August, I am I'm selling my invite to his wedding on eBay. You th- get good money for it. I I think I could. And, but people uh, often ask, how do they become podcasters? Now they become big. Just go and copy what they do. Go and follow what the kind of stuff and that kind of dedication. You'll get there. It'll give you four years, but you'll get there. But it's fucking hard work. Get yeah. off me, you buzzy cunt. <laughs> Fuck off. I hate them that i have to I, i'm gonna clip that and add it to the uh to the exit video because that's the perfect way to say goodbye so uh so say goodbye danny goodbye danny this has been episode 21 of the sunday roast Bye bye thanks for watching the sunday roast with Mike and Danny This was Mike And this was Dan And we ride dolphins Here's Birdlano And here's Sexy Mike I'm riding a horse Danny loves his junk food We know he does And Mike does tricks We love football, but hate talking about it, so we made this show. Why you watch it, we don't know. The Sunday Roast is a joint production of a Camp Wonderland and the Gooners podcast. Join us every Sunday night at 10 o'clock for all the entertainment you didn't know you needed, but you cannot live without. See you next week, Roasties. Magic Mike and Dan.